Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans a biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey folks, welcome to today's podcast. And we have a lot to talk about today and I'm going to touch on just a few things before I have to head off to work, but important things. So Israel strikes hit near Damascus, Syrian state media that was posted on the 14th of June. Belarus President Lushenko warns he will not hesitate to use nuclear missiles if Western nations attack the country. Russia steps up aerial strikes on Ukraine, killing at least six amid Kiev counteroffensive, and thousands who fled the Mayan volcano in the Philippines may stay in shelters for months, reports say. Guys, we have a lot of stuff happening, and uh, I cannot tell you, um, if you're not right with the Lord, today is the day of salvation. I wouldn't wait another moment. You don't have to be in a church. You don't have to be with anybody else. You can do it on your own. It is a personal decision that you have to make. Uh, you have to realize that you are a sinner and you need a savior and you're going to go to hell without one and you can't do it by yourself. There's no amount of money that's going to save you from hell because remember God owns everything. That's right. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So everything belongs to the Lord. And so let me tell you, there's nothing you can do to get yourself out of the sinful debt that you owe. Uh, Christ paid it all on the cross for you and me. And um, he took the punishment that was for us upon himself because he loved us that much and God loved us that much. And there was no way um, that we could come to him without that. And so people think that's such a horrible thing, but it's not. God knew that there had to be a debt paid that we could not pay. And so that's how much he loved us that he gave his only begotten son. So remember that when you think that, uh, you know, it's all flippant to, you know, get saved and then he goes sin again. It's not. But anyway, uh, today's the day, folks. Admit you're a sinner. You know, we all are. If you've ever stolen anything, you're a sinner. If you've ever said anything uh, like a curse word or whatever, you've sinned against the holy God. So anyway, uh, you just need to repent of your sin. Ask Christ Jesus to forgive you. Thank him for taking his taking our punishment upon him, his sinless and perfect and uh, ask him to forgive you. And right then, folks, you are uh, in the family of God. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. We used to say at First Baptist. Anyway, you guys, we got a lot of things going on. So scientists create synthetic human embryos. That is from The Blaze posted today. While they were meddling with mice, a multi-institutional team of researchers led by Chinese reproductive engineer Jin Lu at the State Key Laboratory of Neuroscience in Shanghai reportedly generated synthetic embryos using monkey embryonic stem cells. Oh my goodness, folks. We'll talk about that article. And uh, Cartoon Network kids show wee baby bears pushing gender confusion. I'm going to tell you something. I take care of a person during the day. And we had put it on uh, the Disney Junior channel. Ugh, don't make me vomit. I know. I know. But anyway, you should have seen the satanic themes going on there. It was insanity. So I don't, I, I don't put it past the Cartoon Network to do stuff like that either. So China is putting its soldiers on U.S. soil. And thanks to Joe Biden's open border... It can. So, uh, do you trust AI with your health care? Mm, I don't. Hello, folks. There's a lot of stuff going on. You guys, global digital passports hold grave implications for Americans in the world. Harbinger's Daily 
June 16th, uh, that is today on Friday, UN's vision of the future one digital ID to rule us all. ProphecyNewsWatch.com posted on yesterday. Deliverance, looking for a demon under every rock. That's Christian Post. You know those people. I had a flat tire. Down with you, devil. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> every little thing, they've got it. But anyway, so it says, the Christian cannot be demon-possessed. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. We have the earnest expectation of the Holy Spirit living on, on the inside. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. It is impossible for a Christian to be demon-possessed. Amen, brother, or any other thing like that. So, I will tell you, uh, there there is a big, huge guy, and he's a pastor, and he headlines. He's real big uh, on prophecy news and all this stuff, and he's real big. And I used to be a huge supporter of his, won't mention any names, um, but he uh, did an article, and uh, he did a, a, it was a Wednesday night um, uh, sermon message that he was doing, and I used to watch those all the time. And uh, he said some things that were un biblical and i brought it to several other mainstream pastors attentions to try to say hey you know is this wrong or is this right does this say this in the bible and a couple of them said no and they said you need to you need to write him of course i never got any answers but the whole thing i even reached out to jmr kell and she said show me where i don't have time to look and so i did the clip and sent it over and i never heard anything back so uh, with what he said, I cannot promote him anymore. And I did take him off of my website. Right now, my website is down, you guys. I'm going to try to have that up by this afternoon. But anyway, uh, so watching for the Lord to return isn't optional for Christians. Folks, that's what we should be doing. We have got to be looking for Christ to come and yank us out of this mess that the world has created. Sin has created this mess. And I'm going to raise my chair a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> you think I'm short. I am. <laughs> I am five foot one. That's right. A bucko three is what they say. Anyway, uh, so guys, a lot of stuff heading on the headlines today. I'm not gonna be able to talk about a lot of stuff because I got to go to work this morning, but uh, it's been a crazy day. So let's jump up here. One of the big things I want to talk about is AI in your healthcare, folks. This is importante, muy, muy importante, guys. This is crazy. This is at pjmedia.com and it's by Lincoln Brown and, uh, We'll talk a little bit about that this morning. So uh, he goes, I've been, I've only been in an ICU once as a patient. I developed sudden chest pain. I went to the ER. The funny thing about chest pain is that it gets you right to the front of the line of the ER. He said, uh, I had been there on a previous visit with a deep cut on my hand and had to sit with my hand over a garbage can so I wouldn't get blood all over the floor. As it turned out later, the chest pain was actually caused by an ulcer that was creating reflux. The ulcer was caused by my jaw, but that's another story, he says. So, but I did spend a night in the ICU. My favorite memory was of my wife who worked on that very unit, telling all her co-workers, if he starts to snore, just close the door. That's cute. Uh, so he says, uh, that's what's known as medical humor. He says, I learned one thing during my night in the ICU. Unless you are unconscious, you don't get any rest. I was checked on constantly, monitored and given a shot at one point. I was glad to be discharged so I could go home and get some rest. But I was still impressed. My nurses were on top of their game the entire time. In addition to obtaining a degree, nurses go through regular training and take continuing education courses. And after five or six years, they develop 
develop a certain savvy when it comes to spotting problems with their patients. It is something that can only come with experience. It may be something obvious like pale skin or a slow increase or decrease in heart rate or respirations. Even a moment of confusion in a patient can tell a nurse volumes. With that in mind, how willing are you to turn over your care to artificial intelligence? Apparently, my dog in the background is not. He's like, no, mom, don't take me to an AI vet. <laughs> so anyway, maybe an algorithm can help build a car or write a term paper. But what about detecting and developing and in, in, in potentially life-threatening issue properly? So uh, that's the issue facing hospitals and caregivers today. Writing in the Wall Street Journal, Lisa Bannon talks about the increasing role of AI in monitoring patients. Melissa Beebe, an oncology nurse, relies on her observation skills to make life or death decisions. A sleepy patient with dilated pupils could have a hemorrhagic stroke. An elderly patient with foul-smelling breath could have an abdominal obstruction. So when an alert uh, said her patient in oncology unit of UC Davis Medical Center had septus, um, she was sure it was wrong. Uh, I've been working with cancer patients for 15 years, so I know a septic patient when I see one. She said, I knew this patient wasn't septic. So nurses can override the algorithm with the intending doctor's permission. There is a protocol that is followed when the algorithm determines that a patient is septic and it does not provide a rationale for its decision. Uh, it merely created an alert because it noticed objective data that were similar to past patients with sepsis. Bibi could tell that sepsis was not the problem, but she still had to draw blood. As Bannon noted, that created a risk of infection while adding to the patient's medical bills. So AI is good at finding an issue, but not so good when it comes to pinpointing it. The pieces uh, quote uh, Kenrick Cato, a professor of nursing at the University of Pennsylvania and nurse scientist at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, uh, says AI should be used as clinical decision support and not to replace the expert. And so she goes on to say, uh, hospital administrators need to uh, understand there are lots of things an algorithm can't see in a clinical setting. So to remember, AI has data and a program, but not practical experience. It is essentially follows a flow chart. If this, uh, it, it says, if this, then this, you know, so if this happens, then this must happen, right? And so we can tell um, that that's not a good way to do things. You had to visibly see. Have you ever tried to call your doctor over the phone and say, hey, can you do this for me, blah, blah, blah. And they say, uh, no, we need to see you. So they need to see you for reasons like fingernails, you know, can tell you a lot of stuff like what color the nail beds, are, all kinds of stuff, your eyes, all kinds of things. So, you know, mm. this whole thing with AI is quite um, nerve wracking, but you guys, you need to be on the lookout for all this stuff coming away because hospitals are going to try to save money. You know, you can use AI for like, okay, fine. If you go to McDonald's and you want to make an order at the drive-thru, you have AI, fine, that's great. You, you want to call for your customer service on your optimum or whatever uh, whatever internet bill you have or phone bill or whatever, you want to use AI for that, fine. But not for medical care. But folks, it's where it's going to go. You know, and then when that AI finds out that you did not have your vaccine, oh my gosh, AI is probably going to just spin its little head around or something and freak out. But, you know, hey, so China is putting its soldiers on U.S. soil and thanks to Joe Biden in open border, it can. So is China positioning its soldiers on U.S. soil in preparation for a conflict with the U.S.? Mm. What's that? That That's what one congressman has warned, according to just just the news House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green, a Republican from Tennessee, on Wednesday said China is likely sending military personnel into the United States across the southern border. Guys, 
It's getting deep. I hope you got your boots on because it's going to get deeper, deeper. So Friday, I'm going to tell you this. There's a video in the um, uh, radio program for Jen Markell is things are about to change. So our current radio programming is, she says, uh, Jen Markell talks with, oh, never mind. I can't promote this one. Never mind. Never mind. I cannot promote that one. But you guys, if you want to listen to it, you listen to it there. There you go. But anyway, so let's go on here. So scientists create synthetic human embryos. Let's jump on this really quick before I got to get out of Dodge, you guys. Blaze Media. This is from Blaze Media. Joseph Mackinnon. Mackinnon. Yes, goes uh, posted on June the 15th. So that would have been Thursday. Today is Friday the 16th, in case you're wondering. So scientists at the University of Cambridge and California. California Institute of Technology appear to have successfully, uh, I hate pop-ups, sorry, have successfully accomplished what abortionists and libertines have only managed in a piecemeal fashion. Over recent decades, they have severed reproduction from fertilization. Researchers have produced synthetic human embryos using stem cells, bypassing the need for sperm or eggs altogether, reported The Guardian. So, according to Quanta Magazine, Cambridge professor Magdalena Zer-whatever-Goetz and Jacob Hanna uh, at the Weizmann Institute of Science in Rehovet, Israel, oh man, that's sad, have worked in recent years to craft mouse embryo models from stem cells, then grow them in nutrient-filled bodies, which served as a, quote, a kind of crude artificial uterus. Their monster creation soon developed the basis of what would become a spinal column, along with the bulbous blob of the nascent head and even a primitive beating heart. While they were meddling with mice, a multi-institutional team of researchers led by Chinese reproductive engineer Jin Liu at the State Key Laboratory of Neuroscience in Shanghai reportedly generated synthetic embryos using monkey embryonic stem cells, then successfully initiated pregnancies in monkeys via a process reassembling in vitro fertilization. Rather than abandon rodents to retread Liu's monkey business, Zernika, Goetz, and Hannah endeavored to tinker with the world's top primate. Goetz detailed her latest work in a plenary uh, address Wednesday morning before the International Society for Stem Cell Research in Boston, noting we can create, quote, we can create human uh, embryo-like models by the reprogramming of embryonic stem cells, unquote. Folks, I am telling you, we are in the days of Noah. This is monstrosity. This is an abomination. This is pure evil wickedness. There's no reason to try to create something like this. Folks, this is sickening. Sickening. You better get right with the Lord. You better get right today. If you're living in sin, let me tell you, you better repent. Turn around, come back to Christ. I'm telling you. I mean, if you died in your sin, you're not going to go to hell. But I'm telling you. You want to be on, you know, in a right fellowship with the Lord, especially nowadays, because you want to know why? Because you're going to need discernment. You have to have the Lord to have discernment. And you want that right relationship with him, anything in the way, any sin in the way, you need to repent of it. Repent today, right now, I'm telling you. Anyway, go as described cultivating human embryos beyond the equivalent of 14 days of development for a natural embryo. When the synthetic embryo reaches the beginning of a developmental milestone known as gastrulation, when the embryo transforms from being a continuous sheet of cells to forming distinct cell lines and setting up the basic axis of the body, 
Oh, my gosh. At this stage, the embryo does not yet have a beating heart, gut, or beginnings of a brain. But the model showed the presence of primordial cells that are the precursor cells of egg and sperm, noted the Guardian. Go ahead. It's called the dehumanized process and its monstrous result. Quote, beautiful, adding our human model is the first three lineage human embryo model that specifies amnion and germ cells precursor cells of eggs and sperm or egg and sperm folks this article is quite lengthy and it makes me sick there's not much more to the article but i just can't do it <laughs> can't do it you guys um we may talk about it this weekend um but right now i just kind of want to throw some stuff out there to you guys to let you know what's going on in the wicked world that we are in but remember <laughs> god's promised us we are in this world but we are not of this world so um, be looking up, doing your rapture practice, because the Lord Jesus is going to call us home. He's calling us home soon and very soon, soon and very soon. I will see my king. So, guys, with that, I just wanted to jump on and give you um, some latest shocking headlines. I mean, yeah, it used to be these would be like stuff you'd find at the uh, with the Inquirer. You know, back in the 80s at your grocery line, you know, you know, those crazy articles back in the day, aliens, aliens in Arizona, yeah, whatever. Now that's like headline news on Fox. This is, re- this is beyond ridiculous. So like I say, you need, you need the Holy Spirit for discernment. You need the Heavenly Father for the, for discernment, guys. And so if you're in sin, living in sin, unrepentant sin, uh, repent today, get right with the Lord. Asking for wisdom and discernment during these wicked days that we are in today, just like it was in the days of Noah. Um, remember, he says, how many righteous would you would you destroy them for like 15 righteous people? They couldn't even find that many. Remember, couldn't even find 20. Couldn't even find 10. Mm. Folks, what about today's world? All right. I will leave you with that today, folks. Uh, with some food for fodder. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a while. I'm going to I'm trying to get everything organized. Um trying to get everything back on track they've changed my schedule up a little bit um so that i can do you know some some more podcasts uh on the weekend and on tuesdays and wednesdays so those are my early days praise the lord for that and uh, we will get on to that pretty soon here so with that guys i am going to get off of here and as always get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha may god bless each and every one of you as we await the appearing of our great god and savior jesus christ and he's coming soon folks he's coming soon it may be today maybe tomorrow might be next year maybe 10 years from now but who knows but he's coming soon that's his promise and we believe it and uh, we stand on the word and the promises of god that's right so if you're living today in fear or if you're living today in worry remember what the bible says he says not to be anxious for anything but by prayer and supplication make your requests made known to god and the peace of god which will pass all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus and what else did he say and to fear not Mm, yes he said a lot of good things we are not to fear. i think there's like 365 verses uh, that talks about not fearing and uh i think in, is it timothy uh timothy 1 7 i think it says um for god has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power love and of a sound mind so remember that i used to go through a lot of anxiety years ago and man i tell you what but i held on to that verse boy howdy i held on to that verse god has not given me a spirit of fear he hasn't given you a spirit of fear but of power love 
and of a sound mind. That's right, because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Greater is he that lives in us, if you're a believer, than he that is in the world. So get in the word of God, folks. Grab you some grab you some promises. Hold on to those promises. Pray those promises. Pray scripture. It's powerful. It's very, very powerful. God has given us his word. He has told us to put on the armor of God, which is Ephesians 6, 10 in that entire, you know, verse, that chapter, the rest of that chapter. So, folks, you got to get in the word. If you don't get in the word, you can't pray the word. Mm, our only offensive weapon is that's our sword. That's the word of God. So anyway, guys, I'll let you go with that. I love you guys. Uh, thank you all for your support. I so much appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for your support. Art, I love you. Michelle, I love you. It's good to hear from you guys. Uh, anyway, y'all take care. God bless y'all. And um, be good. Be good. And try to try to keep fighting the good fight. All right, y'all. We'll talk hopefully this weekend. I'll have another podcast up on Saturday. Good Lord willing, the Greek don't rise. <laughs> you guys take care.